My name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. Money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Stevens, aka Stevie Wales, coming live and direct from my state of the art studio over here at VIP Sports. You're tuned into the VIP Sports Podcast, March 28th, 2019. And boy, is it a special day in sports betting today, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Major League Baseball kicks off the home opener today. 30-plus teams all playing in the same day, which is the first time, if I'm not mistaken, ever happened in history. Not only do we have an early uh, opening day, but every single team plays, and I couldn't be more pumped up. For all you sports bettors, what does that mean? More fucking money, more selection, and more to choose from. You know what I mean? It's like going to the whole house. You got an Asian girl, a black girl, and a Mexican. Uh, or you go to somewhere like the Spirit of Rimo, where you got 50 different fucking selections of all races, size, shapes, and whatever you need. It's a lot more to choose from is what I'm saying, guys. And believe me, at the end of the day, when you're sports betting, you need every advantage that you could possibly get. Anyway, got a great show for you today. We're going to uh, showcase the NCAA March Madness Switch 16 tournament, which starts today. A lot of hot action. The Las Vegas Strip is absolutely packed. Shout out to all my clients in town. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Jeff, for coming into town yesterday, uh, whacking up, splitting up 50 Gs, having a good time. Got him to open up an account over there at Cantor with six figures in it. That way he can fly home, but he can still get his games in with an account that he has in his name where he controls the money. And like I said, you guys got to be careful out there. If anybody tells you to send them money because they're going to book your action, best believe you're about to get 211, which is a fucking robbery code out here in Las Vegas. Be very, very careful. Uh, along for the ride, I brought my boy uh, Paparazzi one more time with me. What's going on, Poppy? Not too much. Uh, just looking forward to opening day of baseball and uh, the tournament resuming tonight. And for all you people out there, or the couple of you guys out there that are looking or wondering where Skip is, I'll tell you for the 50th time, I sent him out on Major League uh, Mission to do some scouting, uh, stuff like that, so he can get the job done. Uh, is he going to be on the podcast? I don't know. When he feels like... Uh, He's not running the room or making a ton of money and he wants to slide in and do a podcast with me. God bless you. The VIP Sports Podcast is going to be Steve Stevens and several different people that I bring in along the way. So get used to that shit for sure. Uh, going to bring in a lot of celebrities. Uh, if I'm going to sit here and do a podcast preview before I do it by myself, I'll bring paparazzi with me all day long. I got to get you guys the news. Otherwise, I wouldn't be getting here bright and fucking early. Uh, it's eight in the morning, guys. Okay, uh, that's usually right when me and the kids are waking up, getting ready to get our frosted flakes on. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So I had to come in here to give you guys that knowledge. Today is a very, very big day. Uh, advertising opportunity. If you're watching or listening to the podcast, you own a small business, want to be involved in this booming trillion-dollar sports betting business, uh, go to advertising at VIP Sports Las Vegas. We have several, and I mean several different genres of companies 
that are coming at us right now with major deals. Uh, as you see, uh, I got my $100 bill up there. That's who's sponsoring the show today, my friend. We're in negotiations. Shout out to my bookie uh, out there. Uh, we got them uh, inked in a nice little six-figure deal. And we have several others as well. Uh, we're not going to go with so many sports books this year. We're going to bring a little cannabis involved. Like I said, we even had fucking tampon fucking company wanting to get involved. It's fucking weird, but these people that got top dollar, bring the fucking money. I'll give you your 30-second read all day long. We know you, you will. You deserve it. You know what I mean? Today's show, we're going to do a little Sweet 16 uh, Friday previews. Major League opening day, we're going to do a quick preview as uh, when the podcast airs. Uh, for you guys that don't know, I'm here filming the podcast at 8 o'clock. By the time Poppy gets home after doing all this bullshit, downloads it, streams it, gets it over to my boy Joe. Doesn't come out till 6, 7 o'clock anyway, so yep. really doesn't matter. How about the guy that was hating, talking shit about, oh, you just posted the podcast an hour ago. That's why you had the winner when I uh, predicted. I don't even know what fucking game it, it was. It was Minnesota-Louisville. Oh, yeah, Minnesota-Louisville. I said it's going to be a high-scoring game, and don't be surprised if uh, Louisville eats a dick. You know what I mean? You called that one, right? That's funny. Yeah, um, I wish we did do the podcast live. But what, from what I understand, you don't get many viewers. You get a lot of hecklers calling during the live. But we don't edit my show. I, I could go live all motherfucking day long. Yep. There's only one Steve Stevens. There's only one Steve Steve Aroni, Stevie Wales, a.k.a. the bookie killer. You know what I mean? Uh, often imitated, but never duplicated. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our channel. When you click the subscribe button, make sure you also click the bell and choose to receive notifications to every one of the things that we do. I know you guys want Rolls-Royce cam. Believe me, I'm going to bring them back. Uh, right now, we're doing sports book review. Just dropped one today. Yes. Uh, got amazing. Uh, this is another thing, guys. Uh, we drop it. The first two hours, okay, we get 1,000 views on YouTube. Yep. But we get 15,000 on Instagram. I just don't understand. Guys, uh, are you a YouTube pro? What the fuck am I missing here? I got the number one show. I got the best sports betting content in the world. I have the number one sports consultant firm in the world. I deal with the biggest sports bettors in the world. How the fuck am I not getting hundreds of thousands of subscribers? If you got an answer for me, holler at me, DM me, and uh, figure this shit out. And if it has anything to do with me giving up money, you're better off getting my nuts on your chin because uh, just ain't going to happen. I'm not into paying for advertising. People got to pay me, and that probably is the reason I'm here. Correct. But you want to show me how to invest a nice little five, ten thousand, so I can get the hundred thousand million subscribers that I I, I deserve. But let fan, me know. The fans also need to know, especially with the sportsbook reviews, when you're catching them on Instagram or Twitter, you're getting the one minute version. If you go to YouTube, you're getting the whole cut, which is three, four, five minutes. So if you love Steve Stevens and what he does, definitely go to our YouTube page. Go check out the new sportsbook reviews. Absolutely. You can also listen to the VIP Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and all other major platforms, or simply ask Alexa, play the VIP Sports Las Vegas Podcast, and you'll hear that fucking song. You'll see that rolls pull up and start getting it done. Preferred smart speaker, uh, anything you got. Like I said, just tell them to play the VIP Sports Podcast when you're in the shower. Uh, do your thing. I'll be honest, I feel like my show is a lot better to watch it is. than it is to listen. Like, I've listened to Skip and I several times with us laughing and going crazy. It's kind of hard to listen to, but if you're on the road for two hours and you're chilling, it's definitely the best thing to listen to uh, as well. But if I'm going to spend some time to listen to the hour, 
I'd probably be watching it myself. Yeah. A lot more entertaining. I'm a high-powered, balling out of control, good-looking motherfucking high-powered master closing motherfucker. OG Kush smoking, Rolls Royce driving, master closer 101 looking type boss. You know what I mean? You do like making money, right? That's what I thought. Sweet 16 preview. Let's get into it. Poppy, who's that brought to you by? That's brought to us by betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is one of the web's most popular betting destination, and there's no better time than now to place your action. Start cashing in with college basketball, the NBA regular season, and those red-hot hockey totals we've been talking about. With its management team together since 1991, betonline.ag offers wagering on nearly every sport and event possible. Once you're in on the action, you'll see firsthand why betonline.ag has an A-plus rating, including the earliest opening odds in the industry, the best live betting software in the business, and most importantly, fast payouts. Sign up for a new account using promotional code STEVE and get yourself a 50% bonus on your first deposit up to $1,000. That's promotional code STEVE on any new account sign-up. BetOnlineAG, because you can. And shout out to all the affiliate companies that BetOnline had that got millions of dollars of our referrals because they signed the guy up fucking seven years ago. We love you, BetOnline. Your referral program can eat a dick. And that's the reason why uh, you might be the weakest link. Uh, while the first two rounds of the NCAA men's tournament uh, have been filled with blowouts, by the way, and when I say absolute blowout winners, um, guys, I am absolutely on fire. I don't need to fucking talk about it. I'm 9-1 in the motherfucking tournament, and I don't need to talk about it because all my fucking clients know. If you don't think I am, go to one of my Instagram posts or go to one of the YouTube posts and talk shit and see if my clients don't fucking clown you. Anyone that signed up with me right now is making a ton of motherfucking money, plain and simple. And if you want to be on the winning edge, I suggest you listen to the couple nuggets I throw out, but more importantly, call me one-on-one so I can help you tear up this Sweet 16. Uh, like I said, first two rounds, uh, absolute blowouts. Uh, all eight Sweet 16 ga- listen, this week a little different. Yeah. Whether there's going to be double-digit blowouts, I don't know, but... Uh, all eight Sweet 16 games are a single-digit spread. That now, are they seven, eight, nine? Yeah, but that don't, they don't see any double-digit blowout winners here. So, guys, you got to understand, some of them are traps, some of them are, are, are not. Um, three of the games are expected to come down basically to a single possession. Uh, in other words, it's going to come right down to the wire, two-point game, who scores? Do I believe that three of those games are going to come out to a two-point game? Not no, but fuck no. But at least that's what the books are relying their information on based off the spread. But if you took all four of those games and told me that it's going to come down to a last possession game, not a fucking chance. Maybe one of them. Maybe one of them. Also be looking out for one team that I'm putting six figures on to win by double digits. And that's a motherfucking fact. Uh, addition to the Sweet 16 against the spread information, uh, over the last eight years, favorites, write this down, guys, are 27 and 33 against the spread. Now, to all you new sports bettors out there uh, in New Jersey, Rhode Island, Mississippi, all the new places where you guys are betting, all you degenerate guys out there that walk into the sports book, grab a sheet, and bet the favorite in the over, Best believe you're going to get bit the fuck over and get the bookie's dick right in your ass. (laughs) This is not the time to be betting the favorite and the fucking over. You will get murdered. Shout out to Wichita State for being some of the best underdog money 
uh, there is. You know what I mean? Over in the NIT tournament, yes, no sir. No fucking doubt about it. Uh, you know, just a side note out there, thinking of underdogs. But uh, like I said, guys, uh, Sweet 16 favorites are 27 and 33. What is that, like 40, 38%, Poppy? Uh, that, that's that's some, about 40. Yeah, 40, 40%. No, 40 and change. Now, check this out. 19 of the 36 underdogs winning outright. Did you hear what the fuck I said? So let me break that down to you in, in sports betting terms, okay, ladies and gentlemen? 27 and 33, the favorites. So let's reverse that. The underdogs were 33 and 27, and 19 out of the 36 underdogs won outright. So you want a fucking underdog that you can get plus $3 on and make some real money during this time of the year? 877-220-6540. I'll show you how to break your fucking bookie during this tournament. I'll show you where there's traps, and I'll show you how to get absolutely fucking paid. Remember, these bookies aren't fucking stupid. These line makers know what the fuck they're doing. They're setting traps, and if you're not careful... You're going to step right into a fucking bear trap and get your ass hurt. You know what I mean? So understand this. Uh, last year, the Sweet 16 favorites went just 2-6. and six. Write this down, guys. Last year, the Sweet 16 favorites went 2-6 and six against the spread with four favorites and four underdogs advancing to the Elite Eight. This time of the year, guys, these are college boys. These ain't NBA players that are fucking bitches and smoking weed all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> These are fucking NBA players that are busting their fucking ass. Some of them uh, aren't getting sleep. Some of them are in a hotel. Some of them have transition problems with traveling, uh, being away from the family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anybody can win when it comes down to this level because a lot of uh, teams at this level are on the same level and a lot of big boy teams don't match up with a small, fast team. So you're going to have different odds and different comeouts, at least as far as the line is concerned, Poppy. Hey, don't, don't forget, too, some of these kids obviously have schoolwork going on because they are in college. And that's, you know, when a guy like Steve here can get that information and know who's, who has tests, he knows who's sitting there studying, he knows who got extra practice time or who got less practice time. And really, at this time of the year, that's invaluable information. No, no doubt about it. And like I said, you know, you want to make sure they're sleeping well. You got to make sure they're not stressed out over some tests. Like Poppy said, there's several different things that weigh in. But, you know, most of these college kids got their shit together and they don't give a dog fuck about a test back at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're looking to go out there and ball out of fucking control and win and scrap and, and, and do whatever it takes to get the fucking job done is what they're looking to do. And those are what you call winners. Guys that want to make it to the major league, guys that are going to play their fucking ass off to make it to the NBA. So they're going to go out there and give it blood, sweat, and fucking tears. So you got to know what you're doing and you got to know how these teams match up. At this point, stats, trends against the spreads, don't mean a fucking thing. Pain and fucking simple. I mean, obviously, if that was the case, it wouldn't go from double-digit spreads to single. Correct. Okay, because uh, I see a couple blowout winners on this sheet here, Poppy. You know what I mean? Anything you want to add to the Sweet 16? Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to go over a couple of games here. Uh, me personally, just visually, um, you know, you and I talked about Tennessee last week, that, you know, they're a team that can go out and blow out anybody, and then they pretend the next game. They were up by 25 at half against Iowa, uh, and the game ended up going into overtime. So that was a team, you know, that we had talked about that, that showed exactly what we had discussed. I'll give you an example. DePaul last night. I'm not going to lie. I had 50 fucking thousand on the game. All my fucking guys had the fucking game. How the fuck do they not cover the fucking six and a half? The game lands at five. Easiest fucking win in the world. How the fuck do you make the shot and no foul, no nothing, don't do shit, huh? That happens. 
You got to know what you're doing, guys. Yep. And like I said, even the best of the best takes losses. Anybody that tells you they don't lose, they're full of motherfucking shit. You tighten your shoelaces and running fast as you can away from that motherfucker. Because like I said, losing is part of this business. But as long as you win three games to everyone you lose, no one has a problem going six, seven, eight, and two. You know what I mean? The only other thing I was going to add, like visually, uh, to me, impressive-wise, I think North Carolina was as impressive as anybody was last week in the tournament. Duke nearly lost. If it wasn't for a missed tipping at the buzzer, they would have lost. But North Carolina, they're passing their offensive schemes. Roy Williams was up like he was a 13-year-old cheerleader. Every shot and every nice pass that they made. And North Carolina was very visually impressive last week. Uh, yes, they were. And Central Florida beats Duke. They, they, they're something to be fucked with. Yeah. Shout out to Central Florida for having a kick-ass yep. motherfucking year. You guys are fucking amazing. And, and my man is definitely going to the league. That dude is a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he did miss the layup at the end there. I mean, but it wasn't like a, a rundown missed layup, you know I mean? Aubrey Dawkins, Coach Dawkins. So. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, shout out to the tournament. I mean, it's exciting. Baseball's on the TV from the beginning of the time when you wake up this morning yeah. all the way till you go to sleep tonight. There's money everywhere. Can you smell the fucking money? Sports betting 101, guys. Like I said, if you're just tuning into the show, The VIP Sports Podcast is all about the legalization of sports betting. This show is all about winning games against the spread. It's a spinoff of my show Money Talks on CNBC. If you haven't seen it, go to Money Talks CNBC YouTube. Got 11 episodes. I'm the best sports consultant money can buy. It's all about my business, all about my clients, rather than uh, some guy telling you how good they are uh, when they don't even have an office. Uh, Shout out, by the way, to that new Showtime show uh, that just came out. Uh, the Kelly Vegas girl did a great job of explaining shit uh, and, and this, that, and the other on how to make a bet and blah, blah, blah. Um, no offense. Please don't mistake, sweetheart. You're no fucking handicapper. Your little story, how you came to town, you were a cocktail waitress, and you hit parlays, and you did this, and you did that, and you did this. You ain't doing shit. You don't have an office. You're not a handicapper, and you're not a professional sports consultant like I am. You guys took a little shot at me, told people I was selling snake oil. No, what I am is the best sports consultant in the motherfucking world, and all you motherfuckers know it. And you know why you're mad? Because none of you guys have an office. You don't even have a sports consulting license. Do you know not one person on that show is licensed in Nevada as a, uh, as a true sports consultant? I believe it, yes. The guy in the high-rise with his wife that looks like she has cancer, holding little dog, the guy wobbles out of his fucking apartment talking about he's a pro sports better. Brother, you're broken. You're one step away from the gutter. You're a disgrace to sports betting. You might be a sports better, but you're definitely not good at it, okay? Um, young lady, Kelly, you did a good explanation. No one wants a woman handicapper. You don't know shit. You're better off pulling out your tits and doing a video uh, like that because as far as like you claiming that you're a sports consultant, and let me, let me set this record straight. The clips that you guys stole and put up of me and Skip, we are, the time that you said we were 73% or whatever clip we stole, anytime we're on this show giving a percentage, best believe at the time, that's what the fuck we are, motherfuckers. And everybody knows it. You know why everybody hates Steve Stevens and VIP sports, little guys in my industry? Because they can't be me. Vegas Dave, actually a legit millionaire. Trust fund kid, first thing in the show, talking about mommy and daddy and blah, blah, blah. Give me a fucking break, dude. You paid your way into the show. You made yourself look stupid. Your one-liners are embarrassing. You know, it's like uh, going to my villa and, uh, you know, me having shorts. You know, the guy wearing short shorts and he having (laughs) short shorts on. Dude, come on, dude. You're fucking embarrassing yourself, dude. And Vegas Dave, you don't have an office. 
and you don't have a sports consultant firm, and you don't have a license to be a sports consultant. What you are is a sports better. Just hate, set this record straight. Very Not straight. hating on you at all. I actually like you. I can actually show you how to make some real money, but you're a sports better. Um, back to Kelly Vegas. You did really, really good on that show. Guess what, sweetie? You're not a sports consultant either. You don't have an office. You don't know how to consult. You don't have any clients. And you don't have a company that does millions of dollars like I do. Okay? And let me explain last and not least. You don't do millions of dollars from losing, motherfuckers. People don't pay you when you lose. Remember that. I make millions of dollars because I make people millions of fucking dollars. I am the best sports consultant money can buy, period. The reason why I wouldn't even go on a show like that uh, in, in a million motherfucking years. They got Dave Koken on there, a guy who I personally put out of business. Uh, he was partnered up with fucking Jim Feist. Uh, we've talked about him millions of times on this show, wearing his Kango with a missing tooth, playing five cent machines with a transvestite at the Gold Coast. So as a sports betting show, I loved it because I love America to know about sports betting Correct. and that it's real. And, and Kelly did a good uh, explanation of how to make a bet, how to make a parlay. Yes. But guys, please don't twist it like your handicappers and sports consultants because none of you are shit. You're small-time sports bettors, and that's about it. Let's, let's just make that straight. Vegas Dave makes big bets. He was probably the only guy on the show that actually makes big bets, but his games fucking suck as well. He claims to be a sports consultant, doesn't even have a license to do one, and he doesn't know a fucking thing about money management and discipline, which is the formula for success Correct. in this business. What everyone needs to learn how to do. Playing one game a day, not every day. Betting the same amount of money on every fucking game. And actually having a company that did $15 million last year that has 17,000 clients. Holler, number one sports consultant in the world. Shout out to that show, Action on Showtime. Um, if I run into that director that threw that little clip in right there, if you don't think I'm going I'm to slap the fuck out of you when I see you, homeboy. I'm not about suing people. But also make me feel good because I'm the best in the business. Invitation, you put out a best. fucking show. You put out a show. First 15 minutes, who's on their mind? Steve Stevens. Steve Steveroni, baby. Because mm -hmm. you just can't get that money. Sorry, Kelly. You can't be a sports consultant like me and have 30 salesmen to make millions. You can't do it. Vegas Dave, you can't even buy your way into doing it. Dave and Koken, stick to sitting at the Gold Coast. The fat guy, McCracken, McCrack my nuts right on your back, dude. You're a fat fuck that don't know shit. You don't make no money. And you're a small-time fucking better, dude. Plain and fucking simple. Eat a fucking dick. You guys want to hit 70-plus percent on personal plays where you play a game a day and not every day? Holler at me. Of course, nobody in the world can hit 70 and 80% playing three games a day, 30 games a week, uh, 15 parlays like you do, Kelly. Fuck out of here. Her website says, I made my break when I came to Vegas and uh, hit an 18 parlay. Parlays are for suckers, bitch. Remember that. Just a little advice from Steve Stevens. Anyway, moving on to the kingpin shit. Uh, Friday, Sweet 16 action, LSU versus number two, Michigan State. Gonna be a hell of a game. Yes, it fucking is. That's for damn sure. Michigan State is 11th in offensive rating and fourth in offensive efficiency. That led to the Spartans averaging what? About 80 points for motherfucking game. Right there, yes sir. Unbelievable. What's some trends going on, Poppy? Uh, the LSU Tigers are six and zero against the spread in their last six outing as underdogs, but Michigan State is a perfect seven and zero against the spread in its last seven games as a favorite of six points or fewer. 
Uh, LSU is 4-9-1 and one in the last 14 non-conference games. Michigan State is 12-5 and five against the spread their last 17 following and against the spread win. You also do need to note here that you have uh, LSU, whose coach did get indicted and is not with the team now. So this is an assistant coach coaching this team. Will it affect them a little bit? It did in the SEC tournament. So far, they came out in the big tournament and played well. This will be one hell of a game. I'm looking forward to the matchup. I don't mean to go in reverse, but we're going to probably make a clip of this for YouTube or something like that. Steve's response to the show, action, blah, blah, blah. And one other thing to everyone on that show, not one of them motherfuckers know any players. None of them know any coaches. None of them know any C. You guys don't know nobody. I'm the motherfucker that's friends with half the fucking NBA, half the fucking NFL, half Major League Baseball. I'm the motherfucking dude in the streets that deals with the players. So remember that as well. Anyway, let, let, let's move on. Auburn versus North Carolina. This is the matchup I wanted to talk about. This should be the most exciting game of the fucking day. Don't you agree? Uh, I do. Uh, the way these two teams, their styles match up, I, I agree. Well, we're going to see, and it's going to be a bloodbath. Now, this is a game that could come down to the end. However, I don't see any gay coming down, any game coming down to a one-possession ga- uh, game. Uh, Auburn enters the game as a, what, 10-game straight-up winning uh, streak, including an SEC tournament title. Correct. So, I mean, guys, they're coming in on a 10-game straight-up winning streak. They don't know what losing is right now. No, they don't. That doesn't mean they cover 10 straight against the spread. Correct. Okay? You guys got to pay attention to shit like this. Uh, They've won 10 games, but they didn't cover 10 against the spread. North Carolina, 5-1 against the spread in their last six games overall. 90-plus percent, that's the type of stat I like all fucking day. Now, check this out, guys. Write this down. Auburn. 5-12 Five and 12 against the spread in their last 17 games against the team with a winning percentage above 600. So, I mean, on paper, this game looks like North Carolina, you know, gets the job done easily. However, I don't know. Call 877-220-6540. Uh, I'll show you exactly what's going to happen in this fucking game. Yep, and Auburn is 1-4 against the spread the last five games versus ACC teams, which North Carolina is. So on paper, this is a North Carolina fucking blowout winner. Uh, will they win the game? I don't fucking know. Will they win by five? We'll have to wait and see. Huh, Poppy? Inquiring lines want to know. All they got to do is make the call to you. Because Auburn could easily win that game. They could. Plain and fucking simple. Let's do some total trends, guys. Write this down. Some trends that have been happening uh, with totals. The under... The under is 5-1 in the Tar Heels' last six games overall. So once again, during a, a tournament game like this, rather than betting with your heart or betting what college you went to or betting what team you like, you know, you don't bet North Carolina just because Michael Jordan went there. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So you, you got to look at different things. Guys, rather than look at the side, why don't you look at the total where the fucking money is? The under, 5-1 uh, in their last six games. So North Carolina, that's the trend. Now, the over... Five and two in the Tigers' last seven games as well. So Auburn trending to the over, North Carolina under. When you mix these two teams together, what do you get? I can fucking tell you, uh, real fucking simple, uh, you might want to be looking in a game like this for the over. Just to throw out a little nugget for you guys out there. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Call me Santa Claus. You guys deserve a gift. You know what I mean? Number four, Virginia Tech versus number one, Duke. Been waiting to talk about Duke. Central Florida gave him. Duke is not the team that they were in the beginning. No. People talk about that they are, and they can do this, and they do that. And and believe me, uh, if you guys see this basketball right here, 
This is a 1987 UNLV running Rebels. Freddie Banks. Uh, fucking, uh, who else is on here? Armin fucking Gilliam. Eldridge Hudson. Stacy Sianovich. Gerald Patio. I mean, Dwayne Wade. I mean, Dwayne Wade. Hey. Fucking uh, uh, Mark Wade. UNLV alumni ball, guys. That's some balling out of control type shit. Uh, here's the main thing, Poppy. Virginia Tech versus Duke. Being a running Rebel fan, I can't stand Duke. I never will like him, and I'm just not a fan of him. Uh, I wish they would have lost. I wish Central Florida would have made the bucket. However, I'm not here to give you guys uh, my opinion of who I like or who my heart likes. I'm here to show you who the fuck to stay away from and who to bet, okay? And this is not a game that I would bet at all. Virginia Tech versus Duke, minus seven with 144 total. What do you think about that, Pop? Well, I think with Duke, especially at tournament time, Mike Krzyzewski and uh, Zion Williamson right now, you are paying a premium to play Duke. And I think often the time is overinflated. And like you said, this team is probably not the same as they were earlier in the year. And I think because of that, uh, you really have to watch out here. There's some trends that are going to favor Duke, but uh, Duke might not be as sharp right now as you want to be going into the tournament, and this might be one of the times that the dog gets you paid. Well, here, let's, I, I don't know. Let's go over some trends, and you tell me what you guys think out there. Duke, 3-1 and one to the under in their last four games. Under, 21-7-2 and seven and two in Blue Devils' last 30 games after a straight-up win. I mean, does that trend mean anything, guys? I mean, at this point, under 21-7 and seven in the Blue Devils' last 30 games after a straight-up win? I mean, I don't fucking no, know. No, now, here's really. what I do know. The under, 4-0 and oh in the Hokies' last four games, okay? Under, 5-0 and oh in Hokies' last five neutral site games. So it doesn't seem like they score a lot no matter where the fuck they play. Correct. You know, they're blaming the rim everywhere they go for not making their fucking shots, you know? They're a slow-place team. They don't score a lot, plain and fucking simple. But play pretty good defense. Don't yep. score a lot, which calls for an under. On paper, this game is a blowout under. A lot of these games, you can't look at the side. You got to look at the total. Yep. Odds makers have certainly taken note as the heavy, heavy Virginia Tech money has pushed the spread down from an opener at plus eight to seven, at least at the Westgate Sportsbook. I, I think people are thinking it's going to be a lower scoring game. And after seeing Duke almost get upset, you know, that, that's public money on that Right, but I don't, I don't, they're not thinking that it's going to come down to the wire like Duke. They're, they're thinking no. that it's a blowout in the under. Correct. They're thinking, you're gonna, they're thinking of a double-digit win to the under. Correct. Um, I don't, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I can't see Virginia Tech. Fuck, I don't know. Like I said, man, that, that game's up for, if you're going to look to bet that game, you might want to look at the total. Plain Correct. and fucking simple. Too many other action pieces out there. I can show you a baseball game you can make 20 that's, grand on while you're sitting there say. watching fucking basketball, eating chips and salsa, farting on your couch. That's what I was going to say. You know, one say. thing about me, I, like when I go to parties and my guys have events or someone pays me to show up at an event, one thing about me is I never like betting uh, a play that I'm going to see or watch or anything like that. Because remember, guys, you got to treat this like a business. Unlike all these degenerate fucking sports bettors that are coming out with these fake shows and all this shit, like I said... It's all about money management and discipline. You know what I'm saying, bud? Yep. You, you got to do the right thing in order to get fucking paid. I've, I've heard so many guys say to you in the past four years I've been with you, well, I, I want to bet on the game that I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah, exactly. You're telling them, what, what are you, what, what's going to happen with you watching this game tonight? you want to get paid or you want to watch the game? It's all about who's going to get you the fucking money. It's not a matter who's on fucking TV. You know what I mean, guys? So you, you got to realize it doesn't matter if it's a pissing contest. 
long as we got information that pays, that's all that matters. See, I treat this strictly uh, uh, like a business. I don't even watch these fucking games like a degenerate fuck, okay? When I go meet a client, do I smoke a cigar, uh, drink some whiskey, and, and watch the game? Yeah, but I treat this like a fucking business. I look at it as a numbers game. As long as I make more money and win more games than I lose, that's all that fucking matters. And if you guys are watching every game that you're betting on like a degenerate, you're not a true sports better because that's a degenerate. Treat it like a business, otherwise you'll, you'll get old and gray. Remember, my gray for your payday, guys. There you go. Enough? All right, let's go over to Houston, Kentucky. Okay. What's the line on this game, Poppy? Uh, Kentucky is a two and a half. The total is 135. The biggest question going into the game is, will Kentucky's best player, P.J. Washington, return from injury? Uh, his status is still unknown. As of uh, Sunday's game or Saturday's game, whatever day that was played, uh, he was still using crutches. So uh, we know he wants to play. They didn't want to chance him in that game. They said that very publicly. Um, will he play? Inquiring minds want to know. LSU, like I said, you're right about that. Uh, I, I said one of the best games was, was going to be Auburn. I don't know, man. LSU-Michigan State's going to be a fucking good-ass game, too. Yep, that'll be a good game. So, I mean, here's the question. You know, Kentucky is 6-0 and against the spread in their last six non-conference games. Mm -hmm. Houston is 8-2 and against the spread in their last 10 non-conference games. The question is, who's going to break here? You know, Houston has the... Experience. They've got uh, what is experience it? Four, at what? Four, Fucking you over when you bet them, and they nah, have a double-digit win. No, nah, then come back and win, but don't cover. They they have that too, but they have four seniors, three juniors. Where Kentucky has a much younger team. Correct. Uh, going into a tournament like this, does that matter? Yeah, it does. Um, Didn't does seem that, to affect Kentucky last week. No. Does that mean they go and beat Kentucky? No. I, I, this is another really good game. You know. Well, here's another big question. Will Kentucky's best player? Uh, you know, P.J. Washington returned from his injury? Or, I mean, is his status unknown? What, what do you think is going to happen here? Are they playing games? Is he healthy? Are they acting like he's not going to play? Because, guys, these factor in as well. Yeah. Coaches and people lie, so you never know. Well, they don't lie. They bend the truth. I don't want to say anybody's a liar. Uh, me personally, is I Is he hurt? Yes or no? He's hurt, yes. I agree. Um, I think he's hurt. Does he play? And, and what do you think happens there? I say no, he does not play, okay. uh, and I think that could be the difference. Uh, with him healthy, uh, I think Kentucky probably would get the win. Without him, the game's way more of a toss-up, and I could see either side winning this game. Uh, Houston, uh, they know how to beat people very, very easy as long as they are on their game. Kentucky's legit. It's a big program. I don't think anybody's scared of them. However, the coach over there at Kentucky is a boss. He's a master uh, motivator. John Calipari. He knows how to get people pumped the fuck up. He knows how to excite his people, motivate his people, inspire his people, play with their heart, shows them how to dig down deep and play with their heart. That's what a true champion does. You get on that floor and you give it 110%. And if that 110% wasn't good enough, that's still the heart of a champion. But don't go out there with no attitude. Don't go out there and get mad if you're not doing well. Go out there and be the best you can fucking be. Play positive, And that's what that coach get, puts in his players. Yes, sir. So you never know what can happen there either. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Major League Baseball. Yeah. Opening day and how you can make your bankroll go from small as fly shit to tall as giraffe pussy right after the break.
You do like making money, correct? I'm Steve Stevens. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. Whether you're here in town on business or to flat out gamble, don't forget, sports betting is a multi-billion dollar industry and you deserve your fair share. Call 877-220-6540 or go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com, mention this ad, and get a $500 personal play absolutely free. See you in the winner's circle. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned in to the VIP Sports Podcast. I'm Steve Stevens, a.k.a. The Bookie Killer. First half of the podcast, we went over a little NCAA preview, talked about who was covering against the spread, who wasn't, uh, did a little preview of whether the games are going to go over, under, a couple different things. We also told you guys that Major League Baseball starts today. I couldn't be more excited when I was watching uh, the beginning of the Yankee game uh, right before we came to do this podcast uh, just the whole atmosphere of baseball excites me. Yep, over there at Yankee Stadium, unbelievable atmosphere. More than the atmosphere that excites me, it's the motherfucking money I make in baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an Amber Alert. Listen to me very fucking close. I've said this year in and year out. There's a reason why you can bet a million dollars on a hand of Baccarat. You can bet $100,000 on a football game. You can bet $50,000 on a basketball game but they limit you to 5,000 most places on baseball. Why is that? Because in baseball, if you know what you're doing, you can actually beat the fucking book. Plain and fucking simple. I make more money during baseball profit-wise than any other sport. More people play football, more people play basketball, but those are pretty much average average Joe degenerates as well. The valet parker, the waiter, uh, you know, normal people that are just betting uh, games. Baseball seems like that's when the real sports bettors come out the woodworks. Guys that have big money, guys that ain't afraid to get fucking paid. Because with all the underdog money, you got to understand in baseball, guys, hitting 60% is equivalent to hitting like 74% in baseball when you add in all the underdogs and all the value. Major League Baseball is one of the things that we favored here at VIP Sports my whole career. It literally made me a millionaire and it's made me multi-millions over. Baseball is where, in the very beginning, uh, you know, might as well tell you guys a little story. Uh, As a sports consultant, one of my biggest clients that I had ever got uh, came off baseball. Sold the guy for $250. You know, he had told everybody, you know, he was a a normal $5,000 better. I convinced the guy to bet more money on less games. All these fake consultants just want to give game after game after game after game. You know, fuck that. You're trying to take a shot with a guy. You don't give him a bunch of games. More money on less games. Correct. Moral of the fucking story is uh, I took a guy that was $250, got the guy to bet uh, $20,000 a game. Fast forward it. It was my first $200,000 commission. Very good. We proceeded to make uh, somewhere in amounts of uh, $380,000. And then what I did is I told him, you know, give me, you know, the commission at, at, at the time, you know, we went 50-50, but I ended up working out a deal with him where I think I ended up giving him uh, the next sport, which I think was basketball or, excuse me, football yep. for free in the package. But baseball brings back a lot of good memories from me. Uh, Daryl Green, Houston, Texas. I'll never forget you. It was the first client I ever met in person 20-something odd years ago in the sports betting uh, consultant business. Well, and like you say, too, they don't need you 
to give them $4 favorites, and that's not what you do. They need you to give them the dogs where they're picking up that extra money, and that's what you're an expert in this industry doing. Why don't we tell them what to look for and do our Major League Baseball segment? Who's that by, Coffee? All right, that's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is greatest betting event of the year. Whether you filled out a bracket, picked a national champion, or predicted first-round upsets, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness action. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with the national title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? Is it the year that Kentucky gets back to the Final Four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, which is probably the case, MyBookie.ag is the place to get in the game. They have something for everyone, even for the guy who filled out way too many brackets this year. MyBookie has been in the business since 2012 and has delivered on its promise of excellent customer service and fast and easy payouts. And when I say fast, I mean 48 hours or less. With in-game live betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business, MyBookie.ag is the premier destination for any serious sports better. And today, MyBookie is offering a 50% deposit bonus on all new accounts to jumpstart your bankroll. Simply log on to MyBookie.ag today and use the promotion code LASVEGAS, all one word, to collect on the industry's biggest bonus incentive. And make sure to follow BetMyBookie on Twitter and Instagram to get the latest odds and props as they are posted. Kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch and your picks cash in at MyBookie. And remember, who you are betting on is just as important as who you are betting with. You're motherfucking right. Shout out to MyBookie.ag. You guys are the fucking man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right down to it. Uh, shout out to Mark DiGregorio and the DiGregorio family. Uh, as you know, the Yankees. The Yankees are the World Series favorites uh, this season, coming in uh, five to one odds. Now, uh, I mean, prop bets, futures. I mean, do I do futures? No, I don't. Uh, five to one odds. Do I want to go tie up $10,000 all year long to win 50, uh, hoping that the Yankees get the job done? Absolutely fucking not. I'll show you how to spend uh, that same money and five times it in seven days. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> they're followed by two American League contenders, the Houston Astros, 6-1, uh, to one, and the World Series champions, Boston Red Sox, 7-1. to one. Now, they got the L.A. Dodgers also 7-1 to one favorites. Cleveland Indians, 10-1. to one. Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals, Washington Nationals, and the Philadelphia Phillies all come in at 12-1. to one. Let me ask you a question. In this bottom section here, Cleveland, Chicago, St. Louis, Cardinals, Washington Nationals, Philly. Any of them teams have a chance to win the World Series? I think... Do you see a team in that segment that, that, that wins the World Series? Or do you think it's going to be a fucking Boston, Houston, L.A.? Uh, I don't I th think L.A. is going to do as good as they think at all. I think it's going to be uh, Houston or the Yankees would be my prediction. Yeah. We'll have to bring, when Skipper, when Skipper gets back in, we're going to have to see exactly what's going on and get his perspective on that Correct. as well. You know what I mean? Correct. Uh, if, if preseason is any, uh, you know, uh, way that the season's going to go, it's going to be an unbelievable season here because Skip's information mixed with your information has been great for spring training. And anybody who's been calling for the baseball knows that. Well, I mean, we're not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, like I said, to go deal with real players, real coaches, uh, umpires. Uh, scouts. Guys, scouts, you guys don't know shit about umpire, pitcher umpire matchups. Only real sports consultants know shit about that. Sports consultants more than uh, going to the fucking uh, booth, betting a ticket, and sitting on a couch farting, eating popcorn. You know, that doesn't make you a sports consultant. You know what I mean? No. Just makes you a degenerate sports better who bet a game. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Let's talk about the Orioles and Yankees, by the way, because there's no surprise. Yankees are a whopping 360 home favorite over the Orioles. Uh, if that number holds, New York will be the largest opening day favorite in Major League Baseball history, surpassing Kershaw and the L.A. Dodgers are, uh, versus the Padres in 2017. Uh, my mind was fucked up because didn't they lose? Did they win that game? I don't remember, to be honest with I you. I don't either. But, guys, trust me. I don't know about opening day. I would never bet a three fucking minus 300 at all. They went up would 380. I bet a, <laughs> 380. 380. Would I bet an underdog at 380 the first day? Probably not. However, I'll show you a trend uh, in a couple weeks from now where plus 300s, out of like 60 plus 300s, 40 of them have hit. It's fucking an amazing fucking stat. So, like I said, baseball excites me so fucking much, guys. This is where all the fucking money is. Anyway, Orioles are 1-6 in in their last seven meetings uh, versus New York. Uh, James Paxton gets his first start for the Yankees on Saturday. Uh, What do you think about him? Uh, I think he's a really good acquisition. I think uh, acquisition. Yes. Can you break it down for my guys just listening? Acquisition. Uh, uh, he, what the fuck does this he, mean to the Yankees? Is he good or not? He's very good. He was great with Seattle. Uh, that's a pitcher-friendly park. The Yankees is not such a pitcher-friendly park, but uh, I think Paxton will do well with the Yankees. I, I agree. Uh, let's move on to the Braves versus the Phillies. There's two good matchups in the National League to kick off the season. Bryce Harper, my man from Vegas. And the new-look Philadelphia Phillies host the defending National East champs, Atlanta Braves. Now, Atlanta, in my opinion, is going to be a sleeper that wins some games uh, that cover for you with a good line. They're not going to make uh, Atlanta minus 200, 180. No. You start seeing Atlanta at them dollar fifteens plus $1.12, plus $1.20, you're going to find a lot of good action uh, with them as well. Let's talk about the Braves. They're 6-13 and 13 in their last 19 meetings in Philly. Uh, you think Philly's the same team this year? I think Philly's way improved. Uh, I, I feel this, like, well, weird Ros- shaking in the chair from Skip. Of course. His team. Uh, with Roster-wise, the, they improved. Yes. Oh, definitely. Are they playing as a team? Did they improve as a team? Uh, yeah, I think they, it might take them a little bit of time, but I definitely think, uh, I think they're the team in that division to beat. But, like you said, Atlanta and value. Last year, Atlanta started off the season on fire. You had them a lot. They were gate-to-wire leading that division and stuff. I'm and trying to put people in the right direction in the beginning of the year this year, too, to look yep. for teams that's going to get you value. Yep. It's all about value in Major League Baseball, guys. Correct. All this fucking minus $1.10 and picking the points. If you think that's easier than fucking Major League Baseball and Moneyline, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. So anyway, uh, these teams uh, are uh, off on Friday. Then on Saturday, the starting pitcher uh, are Bryce Wilson for Atlanta, uh, Nick Pavetta for Philly. Yeah. So, I mean, in this, in this marquee matchup right here, uh, as much as I want my Vegas boys to get the job done uh, with Harper, going over to our boy Philly with Skip, I'm going to have to root for the Phillies on this one. But. Skip, Skip told me when he left the camp for spring training with the Phillies, the day before their last game, he went off on Harper because Harper wasn't producing. Yeah, he told me. The he very said, next day, he hit two home runs. No, yeah, no, well, no, no. The day when Skip left, he hit two home runs. Now, there's two ways you can look at it. Was Skip's his jinx? When he was at the game, he couldn't do nothing? And yeah. when he left, he hit two home runs? Or was the message Skip yelling at him got in his ear? I don't know. Yeah. Skip's a pretty convincing guy, if you ask me. You know yeah. what I mean? Cardinals at Brewers, ladies and gentlemen. St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers are both expected to compete for the NL Central title this year, uh, as they should. 
Um, I like both these teams, to be honest with you. Me too. The Brew Crew uh, got me paid a lot last year. It wasn't a heavy team that people were excited on betting, but you have to spot bet Milwaukee also. Yep. Because, you know, in baseball, you bet trends. They could be on a, a five-game winning streak and drop three like there's no tomorrow. Same thing the Yankees can do. You know what I mean? Correct. Yankees will kill it and then lose three or four in a row. You know what I mean? Which just absolutely kills your mojo as a sports better. So if you're following trends in baseball, follow it to a certain extent. And always look at your menu because there's always going to be something that's more appetizing uh, than you trying to just follow a trend. Remember that shit. It's coming right from the number one gun. Best sports consult money can buy. Let's... Uh, Cardinals, 0-4 in their last four meetings versus Milwaukee, by the way. Uh, I don't like St. Louis. I actually lost money on them last year. They, they win when you don't want them to. If you bet on them, they fucking lose. I actually can't stand St. Louis. Um, Cardinals are 16-1 to win the World Series with the Brewers right behind 18-1. So they don't see either one of these teams doing shit. You know what I mean? No, Milwaukee came within a game of going to the World Series last year. So 18-1 with that team. Uh, but I- hold on. My point being you're going to throw a fucking couple hundred dollars out that you, you don't care about, there put it go. on something like this where you have a chance at least coming up Correct. rather than put your money, you could go put your money in the bank if you're looking to get some small-ass odds, you know? Yep. Anyway, uh, Cardinals are 0-4 in their last four meetings against Milwaukee. Friday starters. Jack, who, who's starting for them? Uh, Jack Flaherty for St. Louis and Freddie Peralta. Is it Jack? Per- yes. And, and, and who's starting for uh, Milwaukee? Uh, Freddie Peralta will okay. go for Milwaukee. I'll so, probably. I mean, pretty evened up in a, in a marquee matchup. Who am I taking in this game? I'd probably roll with Milwaukee. Real fucking simple. Houston Astros, ladies and gentlemen. Houston Astros, Tampa Bay Rays. You better watch out for Houston this year. I Houston agree. can easily fucking win the World Series and knock motherfuckers out of it. However... Seems that the sports book always gives Houston a big line. Yep. They, you got to lay a lot of fucking chalk when you're betting. Sports betting, coming up sports betting isn't about laying a bunch of fucking chalk. The most chalk you should ever lay, 140, 145. Right. You ever get a guy call you and give you a $1.80 game, tell him you got a dick for his wife's mouth. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's nothing he's doing for you. You know what I mean? He's not doing anything special. Correct. So bottom line is, guys, you want to stay focused. Because if you are, baseball could be the most profitable sport you could possibly imagine. Let's talk about Houston-Tampa Bay, Pop. All right. Houston opens up against the Rays in which should be one of the opening day's top pitching duels between Cy Young Award contenders Justin Verlander for Houston and Blake Smell for Tampa Bay. Uh, Verlander is 12-1 to to win the Cy Young Award, while Snell comes in at 18-1. to um, The Astros have not had much success, however, in Tampa recently, going a measly 5-14 and in the last 19 meetings. Uh, Friday starters feature the Astros' Garrett Cole versus Charlie Morton, former Astro, pitching for the Rays. Shout out to my boy James Loney out of nowhere, Major League Baseball player, my son's coach and uh, coach pitch. One of the best, nicest dudes in the world, man. Him and my son are the same age. Now tell me, uh, and he lives in the ridges with me. Now tell me how I didn't come up. I got a a major league baseball player, you know, he plays outfield, first base. He's a lefty, just like little D is. He's an absolute fucking beast, made millions of dollars in major league baseball. By the way, in AAA, for the 51s, he was a superstar. Uh, And like I said, him and my son are the same age. We live right off the block. How cool is that for me to have my son growing up with a superstar major league baseball player, him and his son playing together, getting taught from him, going to his house. Very cool. I came up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to my boy James. You're a great coach. Shout out to the Oakland A's. Shout out to my boy Dominic for going three for four yesterday. 
Can't All right, little space. D. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, what, what, what strikes you about this game? Because Astros haven't had much success in Tampa Bay recently, if you haven't noticed. Uh, going 5-14 and 14 in their last 19 games. Uh, Astros are fucking horrible in Tampa Bay. Does that mean anything this year? Yeah, it really does, because if team has a little hoax about playing a certain way in a ballpark, it seems like it haunts them until they, until they come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, me- mentally it does. Uh, I don't think this Tampa team is very strong, and I think Houston, uh, after winning the World Series two years ago, uh, wants to get back there. They didn't have quite as sharp a start last year. I think they will be focused on this, and I, I think Houston's going to win the series, but it'll, it'll be a good series. I also think Houston wins game one, especially you got, uh, who you got? Garrett Cole against uh, Charlie Morton? That, that's game two. Today, today you got Verlander and Blake Snell. So Ver, okay, so fuck. Now, here's, a, here's another thing I want to talk about. A lot of these big-name pitchers, Poppy, last year, and Skip and I talk about this all the fucking time, people bet the unders at these six, six and a half, so with all these high-end numbers. Guys, 75% of them low numbers went over last year. Yeah. So remember, these, these people and batters and these kids coming in the league, they're bigger and stronger. They're faster, even though these pitch... You know, one thing about a pitcher, as time goes on, a pitcher's not going to start throwing 110, then in 120, right. and in 15 years from now, they're not going to be throwing 130. We're pretty much at the max of what a male human being yeah. can throw. Mm-hmm. But what the male human being can still conquer is hand and eye contact all fucking day long. So, you know. And sometimes, you know, these starting pitchers go out they and get pitch. to know these pitchers. They're studying yeah, them but, now, bro. It's just like college. They'll, they'll give up one or two runs, and then these bullpens come in and give up six runs. But what about the printouts that the fucking team's handed them before they even face the right, fucking they, guy? Right, they, they know about it. They got a full fucking bio on him, yep. who he's fucking, where he lives, what he did uh, last night, what he's done against the team in the past, what he's going to do, what he doesn't do. I mean, you didn't get shit like that in my time. Not that I played Major League Baseball, but... I mean, they're giving full printouts about the motherfucking bio about the pitch. Technology. But hold on. And then making the fucking teammates actually study and read it. Yeah. You don't just go home with it, and if it's up to you, if you do it. No. No, you're going to fucking know exactly what's going on. Correct. So baseball's came a long way, not just physical, but classroom style as well, studying. You know what I mean? So Houston, Tampa Bay, who wins the game? I think Houston does. I think Houston wins the series. Tampa wins probably one game out of the series. Yeah. So I'll take Houston to win the series. Well, if they do win a game, just best believe it'll be at home. Yes. And when they're over there in the H-Town, be careful. Uh, because like I said, Houston has a, a, a way of winning at home. Speaking of Houston, shout out to my boy Jay Prince, James Prince, owner of Prince Entertainment, uh, Rap-A-Lot Records, true OG, true legend. If you haven't got his book, make sure you get it, The Art of Respect. Uh, personal friend of mine, respect the shit out of the guy. Uh, the power that he puts off and the business sense that he does just excites the fuck out of me. I love to be around him just to get that thug motivation, if you know what I mean, Poppy. I get it. Shout out to Jazz Prince and the whole rap lot Mafia. We love you. Uh, anyway, moving on. Since we've been gone segment, let's get through this real quick. Conor McGregor announces his unexpected retirement from mixed martial arts on Monday in a post on social media. Why wouldn't you? I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Floyd gave you a couple hundred million dollars. You should have never been on TV again. Correct. Should have grabbed your girl, grabbed your kid, went to Sandro Pay, got your house in Miami, get your house in Vegas, and just live your life and spend it. Because what a lot of people forget, life is short, man. And when you, until you have a loved one die next to you like I have and everyone has recently, like I said, life is very short. It's precious. You got to take care of it. You got $200 million, set up your kid's trust fund, and go smoke that shit, spend that shit. 
plain and fucking simple. There's no sense of working your whole life to get old and die and never have a chance to spend it. Correct. I got about six, maybe seven more years, and I'm out, Poppy. I'm going to be a 50-year-old retired and not working, throw the company to somebody, and uh, keep it moving, you know? I got no problem being a nobody, uh, sitting somewhere on the beach, relaxing with my family. You know what I mean? That sounds like a great plan. It sure as fuck is. So shout out to Conor McGregor. Uh, he had a great career. Uh, only time that I went against you is when you fought my boy Money May. Uh, but let me just be positive. You had a phenomenal career. You were the biggest draw UFC has ever fucking had. Uh, you knew how to market yourself. You turned yourself into a villain. You learned from Floyd. You took his fucking blueprint. You ran with it, and you made hundreds of millions of dollars. Congratulations, Conor McGregor, on a fucking great career, brother. You did fucking phenomenal. Ain't another UFC guy can say he's made the money you have, my friend. No. None of them have the marketing tools you had. So to UFC, a true legend retires yesterday. Yes. Plain and fucking simple. Unfortunately, though, it was followed by some very bad news for him the next day. Uh, and that was uh, the New York Times reporting that on Tuesday, McGregor was accused of sexually assaulting a woman back in December in Dublin, Ireland. Oh, no. And was arrested and released after questioning the next month. He has not been formally charged with the crime. However, the investigation is ongoing. I wouldn't put, listen, I don't put any jacket on anybody, but the way he was showing up at the fucking press conferences with Floyd on steroids with his dick half hard and shit, he's obviously got a major libido looking to fuck. I mean, you show up at a weigh-in and got a fucking half a boner, you got to be a sicko in the head, which means your dick is hard nonstop, so he just probably wanted some pussy. What are they saying what happened? You're a fucking paparazzi. Uh, you know, details are not really come out. Uh, I, I think then maybe... Then with no details, he didn't do shit, and well, until details do come out, innocent until proven guilty. I'm tired of the fucking uh, people fucking making people guilty until yeah, proven innocent. Convicting him in the media, I agree. It's just the, the timing of his retirement is awfully suspicious that... He would run to do that Monday, knowing the story was coming out Tuesday. So, you know, there, well, there's, that, but there's things to look at there. Things to look at. And by the way, those are charges that do ruin careers. Correct. They take away sponsors. Correct. And they fuck you up immediately. Correct. So, anyway, uh, I don't know if uh, Gronk took my advice or what, but uh, I try to tell you guys, just like I said, New England Patriots, not, not Gronk, but Gronk retired. Yep. Guess who else? What I meant to say who took my advice was Robert Kraft. Yep, you we talked it. about a few weeks ago, how should he plea? I told you exactly how he should plea. Not guilty. Sure enough, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft on Tuesday officially entered a plea, not guilty, uh, to charges of two misdemeanor counts of first-degree solicitation and has asked for a jury trial. He also did make a statement apologizing to the public. Like you said, he was, because of the charge and the publicity it got, he, his name was tarnished because of Correct. that. Correct. But now I got to go apologize to you for getting jacked off in some head? Right. I agree. What'd I do wrong? He don't, he's not married. Right. He doesn't have a girl. What the fuck did he do wrong? There's a not fucking well. massage jack-off parlor, literally 50 of them with a four-mile radius of where we're at right now. Shout out to Chinatown. You guys right. want to be like Robert Kraft? You want to get jacked off? You want to get a little right. head? You want to get a massage? You want that ancient Chinese foot cock jack-off? Boy, they got that new foot, foot cock rub that'll knock your fucking socks off. Come on out to Vegas, see Steve Stevens, get a blowout, absolute blowout winner, go next door, get you an absolute blowout fucking jack off. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Any guy that's single, that's not cheating on their wife or doing anything bad, massage parlor should be, is, is the best fucking thing going. Yeah. So now he has to fucking apologize for getting jacked off in some head? My God, what does this world turn to? I agree. Shout out to you. Robert Kraft. You're a true G. And send me some fucking money, would you? 
Shout out to Gronk for retiring. Dude, you were a beast. You were one of the strongest, most impressive Caucasian big white boys that them killers try to hurt. You guys understand, man. Gronk, those, those, them, them boys in the NFL are no joke. They're big boys. Every one of them tried to kill Gronk, tried to hurt him, and they just couldn't do it. Yep. He took that abuse like a man and got those fucking titles, and that's what the fuck I'm talking about. However, where does this leave Tom Brady and the Patriots? Uh, weaker. I mean, uh, Gronk is one of a kind. How are you going to replace Gronk? I mean, I like the little guy with the beard that was crying at McDonald's and all that with it, Brady at the end. They were crying and shit. Yeah. They did everything but tongue kiss and fuck. After, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Edelman. Huh? Edelman. Edelman, yeah. So, I mean, obviously Brady's fucking Edelman now, so they're, they're together. So um, can that bring them all the way through? Let me answer it for you. No, it can't. No Gronk, no Super Bowl, and I think Tom Brady's just in his hole right now waiting to come out to tell you guys he's done as well. Yeah. He says he wants to go another four or five years, but if uh, they're not having the success that that team is used to, will he go four or five years? Probably not. I'll tell you why he's scared. That line is not the line that he's had in the past. They've got to Tom more in the last fucking year than they have in a long fucking time. Now... Uh, when Tom gets picked up and slammed on his fucking neck, he's going to think twice about wanting to play. What's your opinion? Does Tom Brady retire, yes or no? Uh, within three years. Listen. I'd say three years. His wife, biggest supermodel in the world, making hundreds of, more than him, making hundreds of millions of dollars. Giselle. No, retired out of nowhere. Yeah. When she still could have got hundreds of millions of dollars. True. Don't forget, they could be a family of, we, don't, we got our money, because I, I don't want to say that this, I don't give a fuck about money. Right. I think they're set now between the two of them with a half a billion right. where they might just go enjoy their life. So you got to keep that factor in as well. Yep. His wife, his support system, did the exact same thing and retired and walked away when right. they were handing her right. fucking tens of millions of dollars. Yep. Shout out to Giselle as well for having her dudes back. You, how much abuse you think she takes at those games? Yeah. You fucking bitch, your dude's a fuck. Unbelievable because football fans are fucking mean. Huh? Yeah, yep. Unfucking believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Tuesday, it was real that, uh, who's that? Justin Jesse. Oh, yeah, the guy from uh, <laughs> Empire. From Empire. I- I'm so tired of seeing this fucking story. Me I'm too. tired of seeing your mopey-ass fucking face. You look like a dog that shit on the carpet, and uh, I-, I just don't like you, dude. I don't like him either. I think he totally set this up. Uh, Mayor Emanuel and the police chief, I there think was they have reason to be upset. That attorney, that white lady? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck you know, but that's, you, you paid the right person. Hey, if I'm hiring somebody, I'm hiring the person that knows that judge, that jury. To get you off. That yeah. section, that district, every fucking thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I'm not going to go hire the number one district uh, attorney for my justice court fucking uh, battle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't hire a criminal attorney to go to your child support fucking uh, hearing. You Correct. Know what I mean? Correct. So you got to have your attorneys in different levels. I think he got very, 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 very lucky and probably needs to leave the city of Chicago. Uh, well, here's what I, I'm going to say. I'm tired of seeing you. He's I'm tired of looking at your lips like there's been dick on them. <laughs> I, I'm just tired of your whole little program. I got nothing to, you know, no problem with you being gay and all that, but your chap lips just look like you sucked a cock. I, I just don't like looking at you, man. You're fucking disgusting. But uh, on a more note, I want to recap uh, a couple different things. We said Columbus Jackets to the under. Guess what the result was? Three more under since last week's podcast. Another three units I slid you under the table. No big deal. I feel like a dope dealer the way I'm sliding people's shit. Especially you know I mean? in hockey. Hockey has been unbelievable. What else I say? Dallas Stars, first period under. Guess what the result was last Thursday? Three more 
first period unders. Another three units. Six winners I peeled you off since the last podcast. A recap. I said New York Islanders to the under. Guess the result. Three and one to the under since the lad Poskin. Last podcast. That's 75% for those who say you can't at 70. You guys okay there? You guys know what that is, right? That's called winning fucking games and winning fucking units. Mm -hmm. Bottom fucking line. Let's do a little NBA and get the fuck out of here, huh, bud? Yep. We got NCAA tournament. I got Major League Baseball. My clients are fiending. I'm coming for you guys. I promise. I'm almost done. NBA, Houston Rockets, 7-1 and one to the under in their last eight games. Write this down for you guys that are freeloaders looking for shit for free. Those other guys that want to get paid, call me right now. I got a promotion for you. A couple hundred dollars to make a few thousand. Anyway, write this down. Houston Rockets, 7-1 to the under. Detroit Pistons, 6-1 against their spread in their last seven games. And a solid 11-3 against the spread in their last 14 games. They've been shocking me, that's for I, sure. I want to see where you've been. I've been making money on Detroit. I know Bob, you have. Shouldn't be, instead of doing all your paparazzi work, maybe you should ask me who I'm playing, you know, before uh, you leave here today. You know I often do, but I haven't been now, on you that. You do a lot of producing of the show, but, I mean, and I, you're not in on that other end. Make sure you ask for that big hot tip every now and then. And more importantly... Golden State went over last night by one point. But before that, 11-1 to the under in their last 12 games. And it went over by one point. Golden State to the under is obviously hot. Sure, and I don't think people are associating the Houston Rockets or the Golden State Warriors with the under, that's for sure. No, that's a fact. So rather than bet the team that you like, rather than losing against the spread, look at the total and make some real money. And that's exactly what I've been trying to tell you guys. Major League Baseball, the value is fucking insane. 60 plus percent is like hitting 74. You have so much to choose from, so many selections. The Sweet 16 is in full fucking effect. Don't be the guy on the sideline. Don't be a guy waiting in line, listening to somebody else's bet and what they're doing. Never take your focus off what you want to do. Sports betting is all about money management and discipline. You don't want to listen to the drunk guy farting at the sports book because he doesn't know shit. He wouldn't be sitting there in a pair of dirty-ass shoes that have 500,000 miles on them if he knew what he was doing. He'd be at his house watching TV on a 90-inch fucking flatline with a maid cooking him food. Correct. Should I have the maid cook us, the chef cook us something up for today, Poppy? Sure. Maybe have a little Major League Baseball party after yes. work or something? Yes, that sounds great. Anyway, guys, like I said, you deserve the best, and I want to make sure you get it. The only reason why I do this podcast is to educate America on how to be better sports betters. I don't preview every fucking game, every situation. It's not my job. Go watch ESPN. I'm going to tell you who the fuck you make money betting on and who the fuck you don't make money betting on. Plain and simple. Tell you who to stay away from. And I tell you what will put you in that five-star status. Don't you want to go over and beyond what you're used to? Don't you think you deserve something special? Don't you think you deserve a second income? Karma is a bitch. What comes around goes around is real. It's time for you to fucking shine. It's time for you to make a second income. And I want to make sure that happens. 877-220-6540. Give me a call. Like I said, I'll take you from crawling to balling in the next seven days. If you were ever going to make some money, if you were ever going to come to town, now is the time. We got open house, hamburgers, hot dogs. We're giving free blowout winter shirts. We're celebrating over here at VIP Sports, and you should be too. But remember, when you're sitting at that party or you're sitting at your celebration, if you're going to bet, don't you want to fucking win? Remember, you got winners and you got losers. Which one are you? I'm an absolute blowout winner. And by the way, 
the new absolute blowout winter merchandise coming soon to our website in about seven days. Behalf of VIP Sports, myself, we love you. Stay focused. And remember, don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. Fair enough? I love you. It's Steve Stevens. I bust your bookie head open. Split it to the white meat. I ain't joking. Me a dirt bomb in the ghost float. Straight OG like that Kush I be smoking. It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it. A little white girl around, I might sniff it. Popping bub in the club, so twisted. My pops keeps telling me to go get it. So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers. I'm talking about five figures. I need a few shots of liquor. Might need another zipper if the bomb play me. Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady. When it comes to betting sports, Steve Steven's a beast. Need a certified winner called VIP Sports. Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock. So Jordan keep it since I got shot in Vegas like pop. Let the money talk. Let the money talk. I keep it.